We are declaring. Come on. Hello, welcome to Declare Victory. Who just started the call? I would love to hear your voice. Good morning. Good morning. This is Graceful Deborah Evans. Hello, hey Graceful Evans. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You <clears throat> Happy Monday. Monday. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Grand Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Now, good morning. It's Susie. Hi, good morning, Susie. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing. I'm blessed. I'm so happy to wake up this morning. Amen to that. I feel the same way. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Have a blessed day. Hello, hi, welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Please say good morning. Now is the time to do so. Hello, welcome to the service. We have seen you. Hey, 
This is Cynthia. Hello, good morning, Cynthia. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? Okay, good. Good to hear your voice this morning. Thank you. Welcome. First Corinthians 13, 13. I just want to read this scripture because it's right here in my face and I think that's for a reason. It says, three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of those is love. And I just thought that was so amazing because God is love. So, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Prayer Victory. Have anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Now is the time that we just say good morning and just love on each other. Have anyone joined the call? Good morning, Mona. Happy Monday. It's Rochelle. Oh, good morning, Resurrection. How are you doing, sir? I am blessed today and highly motivated. How about that? Me <laughs> too. For some reason, I woke up like, what's up? What's up, like, what's up for today? What's going on? You know, you that wake up like, oh, so God is amazing. God is love. Right here it says, well, also you got first Corinthians. 13, 4 through 5, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Hallelujah. It does not demand its own. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. God is so good. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Grand Fifty. We have anybody doing the call that would like to say good morning. Now is the time we say good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. This is Angela. Hi. Good morning. Happy Monday. Sister Angela, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing really well, too. Good to hear. I think if you don't just wake up this, you know what I'm saying? Hello. Welcome to the therapy show. Phoebe Biles would like to say good morning. Please say good morning. Good morning. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Thank you. You're welcome. All the time. Hello, hi, welcome to the curve. Please say good morning. I hear you. Who is that? Good morning, Miss Sharon. Hey, good morning, Sharon. How are you going? I'm great. How are you? Have a blessed Monday. Have a blessed Monday. 
Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Happy Monday. Good morning, beloved Barb. How are you? Fantastic. I'm looking forward to coming down there and getting a plate when I'm in the area. Yeah. And I look forward to you coming. Your food looks so good. Oh, my God. I'm drooling just looking at it all the time. I call it flavor. That's what I call it. Yeah. Oh, I, I see your flavor. <laughs> I see it. It's popping. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. Hello, welcome to the Grand Prix Tab. Anybody else going to call that would like to say good morning, please say good morning. Now is the time. We just want to hear your beautiful voice, your beautiful sound. Come on, let's, let's sound off. This is the day that the Lord has made. Glad in it. Say good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Janae. Hey, good morning. Say good morning, Dr. Good morning, it's Mary. Hi, good morning, Mary. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Okay, let's stop this at time, you guys. Let's um, begin the call. So I ask that everyone, please put your phone on mute and see the call, please. Double check, let's down this phone. Okay. Hello. My name is Maki Mona, and I'm your hostess for this morning. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that Monday through Saturday starts at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, and encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite friends so they can be blessed too. Make sure you join us in December because our theme is focused. We know that God will bless us through our wonderful existence to Christ. There are no announcements today through the prayer app. So we um have um, a prayer request also for our sister, um, Leticia from Arizona, husband, John. He is in the hospital still, very sick, and the COVID test is pending. So we're still lifting up our Leticia from Arizona, husband. Okay. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought by David. The, the declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. And we will go right into closing comments, hosted by the declarer, Pamela Jordan. Once again, I'm going to say one more time, the order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought by David. The declaration will be brought by Pamela Jordan. Then we will move right into closing Hosted by our The scripture for today is Colossians 3 2. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. Once again, I'm going to say it again. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. That is Colossians, I'm sorry, 3 2. May the Lord add a blessing. And I mean, may the Lord, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of His holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off you. Once again, make sure your phone is put on mute until instructed to come off you. Now, I pass the call to our prayer warrior, Dave. Thank you.
Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Mona. All right, let us all go to the throne in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now just thanking you for another day, Lord God, just thanking you for another chance to serve you, Lord God, and to be a blessing, Lord God. We thank you for all that you are doing in our lives right now, Lord God, even through the struggles that we may be facing right now, Lord God, we know that you will find a way to shine through. You will find the victory, Lord God, in our lives, Lord God. We come here today to give honor to you, to thank you for everything, everything that you do, Lord God. You're constantly making a way. You're constantly working things out, Lord God. You're constantly doing things for us when we don't even know that it's happening, Lord God. We know that if we come to you first, Lord God, you will give us the direction that we need, Lord God, so that we can truly achieve the things that you would have for us to achieve, Lord God. And we thank you for that. We thank you for your promises, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you've given us the ability to be more than conquerors right now, Lord God. And we thank you for just giving us your unlimited power and your unlimited ability, Lord God, just to be everything and be blessings, Lord God, to other people, Lord. We thank you for every bit of it that we have. Right now, we want to lift up everyone that needs prayer right now. We lift up the people that are asking for prayer on your behalf, Lord God. We just ask that you will just step into their lives and just do the work that you can do, Lord God. We know that you are a miracle worker, Lord God, and we know that through our faith, Lord God, that we can do anything and everything that you would have for us to do, Lord God. We love you and we thank you, Lord God. So we lift up right now, Sister Letitia, Lord God, and her husband, John, who is in the hospital right now. We just ask that you work your healing power on him right now and just pull him out, Lord God. We know that the test results are still not in you. We just pray that they come back negative and that you just work your healing magic through him, Lord God. We have a faith that you will do it. You said if we ask in prayer and believe it, it will be done. And we believe that you will do it, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God. Right now, we just pray for healing for all of the people that need healing right now, Lord God. We just come with our arms stretched out before you, Lord God, just asking for a blessing for them on their behalf and for ourselves, Lord God. We just ask that we stay in continuous good health, Lord God, if we are, and we are thankful for that, Lord God. We are continually thankful in a time of darkness and a time of strife right now, Lord God, that you are light, Lord God, and you are allowing us to be your light, Lord God. We just ask for healing right now all over this country, Lord God, just emotional healing, Lord God, mental healing right now, Lord God, as well. We just ask that you touch the hearts and minds of the people that are under the sound of my voice and under the sound of our hearts, Lord God. We just ask that you begin to heal this country, Lord God, and heal this world. We've been ravaged by a pandemic. We've been ravaged by politics. We've been ravaged by social injustice, Lord God, and we come seeking you, Lord God, and seeking your justice, and we come seeking healing, Lord God, for this broken nation, for this broken world, Lord God. 
We ask for healing, Lord God. We ask that you comfort those that need comfort right now in this time, Lord God. We ask that you, the great comforter, just come down and wrap your love around them, Lord God, and just let them know that you are near, Lord God. For families dealing with loss right now, Lord God, we ask that you just comfort them, Lord God. For people that are struggling with their bills and struggling with just day-to-day life, just we ask that you come and comfort them, Lord God, and just wrap your loving arms around them, Lord God, and just let them know that you are here so that they can hold on for another moment so that they can see your victory and your glory, Lord God, to be shining on this earth, Lord God. We thank you for that, Lord God. We ask for wisdom, Lord God, for those who seek it, Lord God, so that they will always seek your wisdom before they make any decision, Lord God. We ask that they have the wisdom to see that everything in our lives is ordained by you. If we follow your will, anything and everything is open to us to do. You will hand us the victory, Lord God. So we ask for your wisdom right now, Lord God, for those who seek it and for all of us to just constantly seek you so that we can have that wisdom, Lord God. We love you, Lord God, and we're just thankful for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. Let us take our phones off mute this morning and give God the praise that he deserves, Lord God. Yes, you are worthy Lord, we praise you. Praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Thank you, Lord, for this day. This is the day the Lord has made. I am glad that we will rejoice and glad in it. Thank you for my mom. 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 Thank you for my mom.
Thank you, Lord God. In Psalms 95, 1 through 2, it says, Come, let us sing a song of joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and exalt him with music and song. Lord, we come to you just thanking you because we are grateful and in love right now, Lord God, with the life that you have given us. We are grateful and thankful for all that you are doing and doing for us so well, Lord God. 
you are thanking, you are just saving us and we are thankful for it. We are thanking you every second of every day for every breath, Lord God. We thank you for it, Lord God, because we know it is done, Lord God. We know it is done, Lord God. We know all things are possible to him who believes, Lord God, and we believe with the fierce passion that you are working in our favor, Lord God. You are doing the undoable, Lord God. You are making the impossible possible right now today, Lord God. And we just thank you and love you right now, Lord God. We thank you and just give you the praise right now. We are so full of thanks, Lord God. We are just so full of thanks for your greatness, Lord God, and your mercy, Lord God, because you didn't have to do it, but you did it, Lord God. We are so grateful for that, Lord God. Lord, we thank you so much, Lord God. I feel that we just need to take our phones off mute one more time and give another round of praise because God is working for you right now. If you believe it right now, Hallelujah. it is yours right now. It is Thank you. 
We declare your righteousness in our name. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, we praise you and we give you thanks for all that you have done and all that you are already doing right now in our lives, Lord, both the seen and the unseen, Lord God. We thank you that all that happens in our lives is always a blessing to everyone involved. We thank you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' powerful name. We thank you in Jesus' name. The visitation of your Holy Spirit today. Mm. Amen, amen, amen. As I prepare to pass the call, I ask that you all check your phones. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Um, amen. And I I now pass the call. All right, Mom, you could take it away. Amen, 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 amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Um, that was just such an awesome, awesome time just to just worship God and just to bask in his anointing. And I want to thank um, Mona and all those who stepped in and, um, you know, for um, greeting us and, um, you know, just leading us, ushering us forward into this call and um, that uh, prayer and uh, praise and, you know, just honoring God. Um, I love the topic uh, this this month, uh, being on focus. And, you know, I know as we uh, really got into focus and, you know, we were looking at, um, many of us talked about, you know, our vision and our um, eyesight and us being able to uh, have that 2020 vision and um, you know, really focusing on what God has for our lives, um, particularly during this time of, of uh, this time of uh, this the coronavirus and this time of hardship for many of us. Um, I think God is calling us even more to be focused on Him and be focused on um, His plan for our lives. Uh, for me. Um, he has really been ushering me into um, really doing things and stepping outside of myself. Um, I want to remind everybody to please mute their mute their lines, uh, check your phone, and make sure that it's on mute. And um, if you can do that for me, that would be such a blessing. Um, but um, like I said, God is just really calling us during this time to really focus on him and to focus on um, his plan for us for I know as many of us entered into 2020 we did not 
um, have the plan or, you know, that we would enter into a pandemic, a world pandemic. Um, but many of us, you know, had uh, goals and um, desires and plans for our lives. Um, but I really want to, uh, with this topic, um, focus on what God's plan is. Because it, when we really follow God's plan, um, there will be no uh, surprises. There will be no um, things that can distract us. And there will be nothing that can stop us when we follow God's plan. Um, so uh, the topic, if you need a topic um, for t today's um, declaration, would be just focusing on God's plan. Or, you know, just walking in your purpose with focus. Um, many of you know that, you know, I'm, you know, basically a, I'm a, a Christian counselor, a therapist, uh, um, and kind of in addition to providing counseling services and um, helping those, um, I find myself also kind of becoming a life coach and helping people overcome their past failures and you know, just reaching their desired goals for their lives. And um, for many clients that, you know, usually kind of requires um, um, looking into what's actually stopping them or what's preventing them from reaching their goals, uh, whether it's their past or distractions or, you know, whether it's um, self-sabotage sometimes. Um, and more importantly, it kind of means that they have to really make a commitment to pursue uh, with all their heart, mind, and soul, you know, just really, uh, despite any potential uh, fears. Um, and occasionally, I'll get clients who will have a different, uh, a difficult time accomplishing their steps, because sometimes they kind of require a retrospective approach uh more of a therapeutic approach to kind of deal with loss and hurts and fears and failures and baggages you know um and just like my uh clients as believers we need to approach uh focusing on god's plan for our lives with that same type of tenacity and and determination because despite what's going on around us um, there's people who will lose focus of God's plan for their lives due to distractions or, or self-doubt. Um, sometimes we find ourselves um, heeding to the advice of people who um, will uh, seek to distract us. But when we focus um, on distractions and not on God's divine purpose, it can result on us not receiving the promise of God. Um, the scripture, um, it talks about how the Lord spoke to Moses with instructions to send uh, spies into the land and in fact god initially told him that he was going to deliver the land and the people wanted the spies to go so god gave you know granted that and so the 12 spies um went into the land and and 10 of the 12 
talked about, even though they talked about the abundance, um, like pomegranate and figs and a cluster of grapes, even though they saw this, instead of focusing on God's uh, plan and uh, God's abundance, 10 of the 12 spies were focusing on the people. They were distracted by the people. And sometimes we find ourselves focusing on people. They focused on uh, their strength. They focused on their power and their might. But then there was Caleb and Joshua who focused primarily on the intended target, which was to receive God's plan and, and his blessing, his promise, and to inhabit this abundance and prosperity in this promised land. Um, and while the 10 spies um, acknowledged that abundance of the land, they were focused, like I said, on the people. And this resulted in this missed opportunity for them to really enjoy the promised land immediately. How many times in life has, have we focused on people or distractions and not God's promise. And as a result, we find ourselves missing out on the blessing. Or we find that God's purpose and promise for our life end up being delayed maybe by 40 years. Hello? <laughs> How many times have we decided to focus on what someone might say or or do or think, but if we follow through with God's plan for our life, God's directed dream, God directed goals that he's placed in us, when we focus on those things, it will bring about a blessing. I wanna ask you to look at your phone and make sure that you're muted. Now, I don't know, maybe God's calling you to um, look at um, being a stay-at-home parent, or, or maybe God is calling you to uh, pursue a, another degree or a graduate degree. Whatever God is calling you to do, God is wanting us to focus on his plan. Maybe he's calling you to be an entrepreneur or start a new business or write that book. But just because people might have a lot to say about that regarding to what you should do, it does not mean that they have um, the authority uh, to distract you or to cause you to follow after that. I know sometimes we get fearful and we get distracted. But when we focus on God's plan, it requires that we remain faithful. And it remains that we remain focused and that we cease the blessing that God has for us. Um, we also should not allow our own disobedience to distract us from our lives. And that's what I kind of want to talk about today, these distractions and this disobedience 
um, because these distractions and disobedience can cause us to constantly lose out on God's plans and blessings for our lives. And there sometimes are people who intentionally are there to distract us and completely keep us from following God's plan. So we have to remain focused, but we need to remember that in order to achieve the end goal that God has for us, we need to seek God's wisdom, guidance, and protection and provisions that he has for us and that covering that he has for us, not man, so that we can um, be quick to follow what God's intended plan for us. Um, because when God gives us instructions to complete the task or the plan, we are to complete it, not ignore them, but we are to complete it and walk in them. Even if the task uh, causes us to go through a, uh, a, direct, a direction that um, we don't understand or we've never been, but we need to trust God because that's essential. When we focus on God, he can bring his plan into fruition. We're not to lose focus on God's command. And despite the distractions of the people or religion or conversations or relation or similarities that they might have with us, we must remain focused on the intended goal and the intended purpose that God has for us. We must trust God to work everything out. Um, remember in 1 Kings chapter 13, when God commanded the man of God in the scriptures to fulfill the plan of God set forth and he instructed him to not to eat any bread or drink any water, nor to return the way that he came. And the man of God was um, to resist eating and drinking and receiving any hospitality, hospitality from anybody. But there was this prophet that uh, came about in the scripture that, and this prophet began to distract the man of God. And even though he distracted the man of God, this prophet went after him and, and he began to encourage him. He began to persuade this man of God. Um, and the, the, um, he began to say to him, like, I'm, I'm a prophet too. Like, we have things in common. And, and the angel of the Lord spoke to me and told me to bring you back to my house and to give you food and to give you drink. And, uh, but this prophet was lying to the man of God. Sometimes we have people in our lives that will lie to us, that will straight up lie to us in order to prevent us from achieving what God has for us. And unfortunately, this man of God ended up disobeying God's command, and um, he began to entertain this prophet, and this prophet who distracted him, and because he appeared to show the same religion and background and uh, relations and uh, similarities that he began to follow after him and his disobedience ended up costing him his own life. You might ask, uh, well, why did this prophet lie to the man of God? 
The story doesn't tell us that, but the story is not about why he did it, but the story is that our focus should be why the man of God did not obey God's command. Why did the man of God allow this distraction to come? You see, there might be people in our lives who we need to completely eliminate from our lives, who we need to uh, not allow to be distractions, because God has commanded us to leave in a different way and to do something different. Because we might follow, because uh, we must follow and focus on God's directives. Because his plan for our lives is good and perfect. Because when we focus on God's plan, it requires discipline. It requires that we stop all negative distractions. God is our provider. And knowing this truth should be able to remind us that we can be assured that he will give us everything we need. Everything we need to eat or drink should be taken care of. Because when we focus on God's plan, it requires discipline. It requires us to rebuke those negative distractions that can take us away from God's plan for our lives. Like the distraction of greed, <laughs> that, that self-desiring distraction of acquiring possessions and positions and prestige and property and uh, um, financial uh, uh, gain. Greed is this dangerous characteristic in, in uh, our humanity and, and it causes us to uh, lose track of what God has for us. And some people who uh, desire money sometimes will um, wander away when you seek after money. Uh, you'll run away from what God has for you. Second Timothy 6.10 says it clearly forms us that some people who are eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. It reminds me of an example of greed with Elijah's servant and Gaiza in the scripture for Naaman, a commander of the army of God, was also a leper. And Naaman's wife's servant told her that the prophet um, who was in Samaria, who would heal Naaman of his leprosy if he went there. But Naaman was permitted to travel to Samaria to seek out this prophet. And when he uh, followed that direction of Elijah, he, Naaman's flesh was cleansed and restored, just like that of a child. And, and Naaman began to acknowledge God. And he displayed this gratitude for God. And he wanted to provide Elijah with the blessing and then uh, Naaman 
left Syria and he brought with him to Samaria 10 talents of silver and 6,000 shackles of gold and 10 changes of clothes. And although Naaman um, urged Elijah to accept this blessing and gift, Elijah did not accept anything and he refused it. Then Naaman departed and was a good distance away from um, when uh, Jezziah aimed the wrong target at him and he failed to focus on God's plan. And as an example, Gaiza's heart reflected his actions and he ran after Naaman and he lied to him and received the possessions and deliberately hid them in his house. And Gaiza's sin found him out and Elijah was aware of it, and most importantly, God knew of it. You see, this greed caused the leprosy of Naaman to cling to not only him, but his descendants forever. So when we focus not only on God's plan for our lives, Our lives will result in uh, uh, um, our lives will result in uh, God's abundance. Uh, God's plan will come forth when we focus on God. But when we fail to focus on God's plan, we will find that things will inevitably. Uh, distract us and will inevitably endure consequences that can affect our lives. You see, we must focus on God's plan and we must be obedient to God's plan. For obeying God's command in our life is extremely important. Intentionally following God's our own plan is not God's plan, when we intentionally follow our own plan and not God's plan in the same, it's the same as uh, being rebellion. It's the same as rejecting God's word. Because the Bible tells us a quite a bit about what it means to be disobedient. In fact, God's word guides us in our lives and it reminds us that when we're disobey God, we sadden him and because he desires that uh, the best for us, he desires that we seek him with all of our heart and mind. And sometimes we take away, um, we uh, allow those blessings not to uh, be abundant when we disobey God. And the Bible talks about how God reacts to our disobedient and what it means to disobey him. Um, in James 1, it tells us, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. And then in James chapter four, verse uh, 17, it says, so whoever knows the right way 
right thing to do and fails to do it, for him, it is like sin. You see, many of us know what God has directed us to do and know what God is calling us to do. And we know that God is uh, desire for our life, but yet we fail to do it. And the Bible says he sees this as being disobedient. It's just like sin towards him. And when we know that we ought to be doing something and we just don't do it, whether we're distracted or afraid or we doubt or we feel that we don't have the ability, we need to just call it what it is because it's really just being disobedient. Because disobedience obedience is accepted. Um, because obedience is the acceptance, authority of God and the will of God. And we must submit to God and make sure that we follow God's action and words and everything that he requires of us. To be obedient is to agree with God, to be in agreement with God and to be in a position of power in Christ. But disobedience is straight out of rebellion. And it's distrust in God. To be disobedient is to yield to our own self-desires instead of surrounding ourselves with God and the desire, the desired will that God has for us in all things. We find in the Bible over and over again that God um, expects obedience. It tells us in John 14, uh, chapter 15, uh, verse 15 and 21, to choose Christ and to choose obedience. Because to be disobedient, like I said, is sin. It, it's like being rebellion, rebellious to God, towards God. In Deuteronomy 11, uh, chapter 26, verse uh, Chapter 11, verse uh, 26 through 28, it says, See, I am setting before you today blessings and curse. The blessing is if you obey the commands of God that I am giving to you today. But the curse is if you disobey the commands of God and turn away from God and turn away from the command that I give to you today by following other gods, which you do not know. And then in 1 Samuel 15, verses 22 and 23, we see Samuel saying, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the voice of the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice. To heed is better than fat of the ram. And rebellion is like sin, a division, and ignorance. Um, and rebellion is like sin, a division, and arrogance, like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the Lord and his word, he has rejected you as king. Um, and then Isaiah 
the first chapter, verse 19, it tells us that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. John, in John chapter 14, verse 15 through 21, it says that if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Whosoever, whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who I will love. He who loves me will be the love of my father and I will love him and show him myself to him. And then Luke 6, 46, it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Ooh, ouch. <laughs> James 1, says, do you merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself, but never do what it says? Therefore, you see it's vital that we don't allow distractions like fear or pride or um, our opinions or uh, others that cause us to interfere with obeying God's command. We, should, we shouldn't focus on God's methodology, but faithfully align with in obedience by carrying out God's command for our lives. Because obeying God is the key to godly success. And when we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, he will advise us he, through the Holy Spirit what we should do with our lives and the directions that we should do. He will direct us God's call in our lives. And while we're following God's command, people might resort to mocking us or, you know, uh, ridiculing us or harassing us. But God's call us to serve him. And he calls us to be obedient to him. Um, now, there's other things that causes us to lose focus. Um, there's other things that keep us away from being obedient to God, but God is calling us to be obedient to his word and to obedient to his call and to make sure that we stay focused on him every step of the way. Just like Noah, who was building the ark and according to God's uh, detail and specific um, design, you know, he even required him to bring in a number of animals, and Noah took everything into account. He was even accounting for the food that he needed to bring into the ark. Um, and even though Noah faced uh, negativity and scrutiny and mockery um, and harassment by the people, he still stood by God's uh, command. He still uh, took an oath before God and to, to follow what God had called him to do. And he still continued forth with that. And as a result, God protected his entire family and God took care of him because he followed God's command. I really want to encourage us today that God is calling each of us to seek his will for our lives, to stay focused on 
what his desire is for us. You know, it might be that he's calling us to, to write that new book or to, to, to start a, a new job or a new position or to uh, quit a job that we have been in for years. Whatever it is that God is calling us to do, we need to be obedient. We need to make sure that uh, we don't allow distractions. We need to make sure that we remain diligent to what he's calling us to do. We make to make sure that we follow his directions um, and purpose for our lives. Like I said, he might be calling us to, to, uh, um, to uh, become leaders or, or ministers. He might be calling us to share our stories in front of thousands of people and to go back to school or, or seek degrees. Whatever it is that God is calling us, whatever assignment that God has for you, he promises to never leave us alone. He promises to always be there for us. First uh, Peter 3, 2 says that, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. And so he uh, desires that uh, we consult him in everything that we do in our lives. He desires that we seek his will for us. For the Lord, uh, can you please put your phone on mute? Uh, for the Lord looks for those who are living uh, righteously and following after his command. He wants us to listen and be obedient to him in every area of our lives. And he wants us to pray and consult him in every direction of our lives. I know many of us talk about that on the prayer uh, on this call, that how God instructs us, you know, even as we are preparing for work, what street to go down and what direction to take. Um, I know he did it for my life. He directed me um i spoke of it before many uh, times on the call about how you know i was going through a difficult time in my uh, marriage dealing with um, abuse and verbal abuse and um as a result of that you know i continued to leave and then come back and leave and come back and even though god was saying this is not what i have for you i have more for you um I have better for you, I have greater for you. You know, I kept returning, you know, the Bible talks about it's like a dog returning to its vomit. Um, and, and I kept doing that. And finally, you know, I really prayed and asked God to really show me what to do. And, you know, he just directed me and guided me, you know, when uh, my husband left to go to work, you know, I literally packed up the car with my son's things and my things, whatever could fit in our little bitty hatchback. <laughs> and we jumped in the car and just drove to California. And, you know, it was that uh, perseverance, that obedience uh, that allowed God to continue to bless us and uh, protect us and uh, guide us. And as a result of that, you know, it really led me to really seek God's will for my life. Um, I didn't know, you know, what direction or ministry that he would take me into um, at the time, but, you know, that door opened for me to end up going to seminary in Berkeley and um, end up uh, 
you know, uh, pursuing degrees and careers that I never even dreamed of pursuing had I remained in that situation of of uh, being uh, felt to be less than. God has more for you, and God wants you to focus with obedience and not be distracted by our surroundings, but to pursue him. Um, Joshua 9 talks about how when he was pursuing the promised land, uh, it talked about the different armies and groups that he were to conquer and in order to achieve the promise that God had for them. And in chapter nine, Joshua got so, um, this is my reading interpretation into it, but uh, in chapter eight, you know, Joshua had pursued such uh, accomplishment and they, they battled the army of AI and they conquered that army. And I think because he, you know, really um, felt that uh, uh, that he had God behind him, he forgot to seek God in every step. You know, he really thought that God was there for them and that they had battled this this great army and they had conquered it. And because he got caught up in himself, he failed to seek God's guidance. And because of that, it talks about how he made this treaty with the tribe that was actually living right next door. And even though they came to him and was like, no, we're foreigners and, you know, we want to have a treaty with you. You know, Joshua went on and uh, did a treaty without consulting God. And because of that, disobedience and because of him not seeking God's will, they almost missed out on the entire blessing of the full promise that God had for them. You know, eventually Joshua went back to the the guy and was like, you know, you lied to me. You told me you were a foreigner and you really weren't a foreigner. And, you know, because of that, you'll be our slaves for and our servants um, and our cupbearers. And they were able to still conquer the land. But Joshua could have missed out on everything because he didn't consult God. And so I really want to encourage us to seek God's will for our lives, seek God in prayer, seek God's direction, and not only just seek it, but be obedient to it. Not allow things to cause us to go astray. But as we seek it and focus on it, we need to obey it. Then in chapter um, 12, uh, 10 through 12, we see Joshua you know, seeking God's direction. And as he sought God's direction, they began to defeat every enemy that was in their, in their way. And he began to, um, they began to uh, take the land and not only the land, but all the spoils. And, you know, because he sought after God's plan, because he prayed to God and he sought what God's will for their lives were, it brought about such a blessing and abundance to them. Yes, God is calling us 
to focus on being dedicated to his call and purpose and to focus on seeking his will for our lives. We must realize that there's nothing that can stop us. There's, there's nothing that man can do that can prevent us from what God desires that we accomplish unless we allow them, if we allow them to distract us, if we allow man to, uh, um, or, or allow ourselves to sabotage God's will and plan for us. But if we walk in God's purpose and we walk in God's plan for us, we will be successful. We will overcome. We can't help but to get excited about what God has for us. Because when we focus on God's plan, it can transform our lives. It can transform communities. It can transform what? our state. It can transform the world. Yes, our obedience. is not about ourselves, it's, it's not about um, our own glorification, but it's about being obedient to God so that he can be glorified. So don't be afraid to pursue God's will and plan for your life. Don't be afraid to, to follow after the assignment that God has for you. Don't allow fear to stop you or, or people to stop you from pursuing what God has for you. You know, as a, a life coach, or, or uh, I used, uh, I would help people, you know, become more focused. And we would look at what people allowed to stop them, or what people allowed to prevent them from being focused. But I want to encourage you today on the call that if you Seek God and look at God and remain focused and adjust your lens to God. God will be bigger than any of our problems. God will uh, is bigger than any distraction. God is bigger than anything that we can ever face. And everything that we face will become, the pers our, our perspective will become smaller. You know, it will not be like uh, uh, those 12 uh, or 10 spies who, thought that the giants were so big, but our perspective will uh, see that those things that are distractions are actually minuscule compared to what God's plan is and what God's blessing is for us. Yes, we must focus on God's plan for us and be obedient to us, be obedient to him, because when we're obedient to him, he will bless us. When we're obedient to him, God says it's with him, there's nothing that is impossible. So we need to go forth with our purpose and our assignment that God has given us. And we need to go forth and focus on what he has for us and the plan that he has for us because it's time, it's time God bless you all.
At this time, I want to open the call up to um, discussion, um, open the call up to those who didn't get an opportunity to say good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Diane. Great declaration. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Eric. Who else was that? Yes, good God morning to you. It was a beautiful declaration. It was just on point. I tell you, because I tell you, these folks have been harassing me like nobody's business. And I've just been sitting still on it. So I thank you for that word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Isaiah. Thank you for all the passages. God bless you. Have a beautiful day. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Is there morning, anyone, Pamela? This is Gloria. Thank you for hey, the good excellent conversation. Good morning. Is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning or has a comment or? Good morning again, Pamela. This is Rochelle. Great declaration. Thank you. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning, family. Good morning, Sister uh, Pam. It was awesome. It's magnificent, wonderful declaration. Thank you for uh, reminding us to stay focused. Amen. God bless you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, too. Yeah, when I was um, working on this declaration, um, it was like God was really speaking to me in the midst of it because there's been, you know, so much that, um, you know, I have been seeking God for. And, you know, I kind of came to the realization that a lot of things that God had spoke to me to do um, because I did not pursue it or I allowed things to distract me or made excuses. Um, you know, I um, completely, um, you know, missed out on what God had for me. And it's interesting because I had never read that chapter in James before that says that, you know, when we fail to do what God uh, directs us to do that it's like being disobedient and sin it's like sinning against God and I was like whoa like you know I never saw it as you know sinning towards God um, because I did not do what he called me to do or what he instructed me to do um, or rebelling against God 
Um, but, you know, that's what it says. Whosoever knows the right thing to do, like know what they should be doing, yet they fail to do it, you know, is the same as sin. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of where um, I went off with the, um, you know, this declaration was because, you know, God was really dealing with me with that and really making sure as we, seems like this year went by so fast. And as we, you know, in this year, 2020, um, as difficult as it's, as it's been for many of us, you know, and as we begin to enter 2021, you know, what is our focus going to be? Where, what are we um, going to pursue? Um, in 2001, what are we going to do differently? Um, and for me, it's definitely going to be, you know, moving forward and doing everything that I know the things that I'm to do, you know, that God has called me to do and not to hesitate, you know, to be that um, person who had so much hope and um, so um, you know, that person who was fearless, you know, back in 1990-something, you know, when I took off and came to Air California from Arizona. And so, um, you know, that's what I pray for each of you as well. Good morning, Pam. This is a Jubilant Juliet. Good morning, Juliet. Good morning. I truly enjoyed this decoration, um, you know, I, I like the way you unpacked, uh, you know, the waste, well, distraction being, you know, as far as focus on how you talked about the the, uh, the 12 spies that went over and the 10 came back. They had to, they start off with a good report, but then, but their main focus was on the people. And, um, you know, just spoke so much to, you know, my situation as far as, um, you know, allowing people, voices, uh, um, worrying about people's feelings and all that kind of stuff. I can just, you know, it's just like echoing <laughs> my life. Um, and, you know, allow those things to distract. And then not only the voices without, but the, also the voice within, you know. And um, this year, um, towards the end of this year, you know, um, the Lord's been really working on me. Um, and I've been talking to the Lord, I mean, really about, you know, getting distractions out of my life and uh, dealing with this, just uh, the um, clutter <laughs> that's around me. And... Um, you know, he's having me deal with that, and I'm in a place where I want to deal with it. So I'm pursuing him more than I'm hearing him pursue me because it's like you pretty much said, I haven't told you about this already. So I'm just waiting to see what you're going to do. So um, I've been moving forward in that, and I'm praying, you know, for myself, just what you just said, that, you know, um, from this this little act of obedience that I will hear God speak once again. One, th one thing I can say that he is speaking to me um, again 
because, I mean, well, I feel him within because at one point I wasn't singing and, you know, I wasn't getting hearing any words, any melodies in my head. It was just like I was in a dry space. But lately I've just been hearing songs and my heart is just filled with this melodies to him. So um, I know I'm on the right path. I just want to thank you for your decoration. Amen. Thank you so much for um, your comments because, you know, I, I too have been, you know, in this dry place and, um, you know, almost like kind of like a depression or, you know, just kind of just low and, you know, God has been directing me to really, you know, um, get into my creativity and, you know, really, um, because of the pandemic, a lot of, you know, work has stopped. A lot of things have, you know, stopped happening. And so, you know, he's just been, you know, directing me to just get into creativity and to really focus on that. So I find myself painting or drawing or, you know, painting for the first time in my life or, you know, taking a sewing class or something that, you know, um, but it, it's not about those things. It's just about, you know, God seeing if I'm going to be obedient. Um, because I think that's ultimately, um, I know his plan is greater than, you know, those things that I've been pursuing, but just making sure that, you know, I'm ready to really obey him and preparing me for what he desires of me. Um, so thank you so much for sharing. Oh, I didn't realize how what time it is. I guess I went a lot longer. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, Pam, um, this is Rochelle again. I just want to thank you for just, um, you know, just keeping us to be mindful about um, being obedient and how the disobedience um, keeps us in that 40-year um wandering and whatnot that how um when we're obedient i I believe that things move like they're supposed to when we're obedient to what god tells us to do rather than you know being uh procrastinating and putting it off and say okay yeah lord i heard you but not moving when he say move so thank you for um, just reminding us how important it is to be obedient and how uh crucial it or or the um consequences or um, the things that happen when we're disobedient when God gives us instructions. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, it's, you know, paramount that we be obedient. And I think sometimes we seek obedience, you know, when it comes to God. Um, directing us to do things for others or but when it comes to our life or what god has for us you know our the plans of our life sometimes we will um make excuses or we you know don't fully obey what he calls us to do and i don't know why that is i need to pray and ask god about that because for me that that happens a lot 
you know, um, he'll call me to feed the hungry or do things for other people. And I'm like, so ready to do it. But when it comes to, you know, the plan that he has directly for me, I will, you know, get distracted or I'll um, be disobedient in those ways. So yeah, disobedience is definitely um, important that we not allow that to become a distraction. Good morning again. Um, what what was the passage where um, you talked about the, the prophet that was um, manipulated or lied to by the other prophet? What what, what book was that in? Um, First Kings, uh, First, First Kings, First Kings chapter thirteen. Uh, yeah, thirteen. Go back. Uh, to oh, I got it. And I just wanted to say thank you, and I want to piggyback on what Rochelle said about being. Um, making sure that we follow obedience, and um, when we don't, then it's uh, our disobedience is rebellion and witchcraft. Well, that that just always, um, and then we miss our blessings, like mm-hmm. you said. The one of the, the scriptures that got my life on track, and I'm with you, Pam, when you say that um, I could follow for serving and doing other things for other people. I'm more obedient, but then when it comes for things for doing things for myself, I'm a little. Um, <laughs> I hate to say that. That's disobedience and rebellion and witch. That is hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. But I know. Man, I, that shook me this morning. And then I just wanted to um, give you some roses and some flowers for when you talked about, um, you know, going through what you went through um, to, to leave and do some do uh come to what God had for you um in your in your life as opposed to um leaving your marriage. But I wanted to say about your um I remember I've been on Declare Victory for five years. I remember coming in twenty fifteen and I remember the first um you know voices and things uh, who was greeting was valuable Valacita was greeting and Rather Ravonda was telling her stories out of her red suitcase and then one of the, the first declarations that stuck with me was Dion was, are you camping or complaining? Are you building monuments? Are you doing something else? It was it was just shocking to me. And she definitely spoke spoke into my life. And I knew this is where I was supposed to be. Um, God sent me here. So I'm still here. But I remember you, um, and I'm not sure if it was on the sister call or what, walk it out, girl. Uh, walk it out, excuse me, walk it out, uh if you 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 told us to pray for your your son because he was having some challenges and then your obedience in that um has definitely yielded um the fruit of your labor because your son is now um doing declarations for him, for us and being such a blessing so i just wanted to say that um um we thank you for your obedience even when you fade to black like we hadn't heard you in a while but your son you know came in and definitely so the garden is beautiful with the seeds that you've sown and the blessing that he brings to declare victory. So I just want to say, I love you, sis. Keep up the great work. Um, yeah, that's it. Keep up the great work. Both of you guys. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that, um, that definitely encourages me. So thank you so much for, um, sharing that and speaking that, um, into my life because, um, like I was saying, you know, when that happened, when I left to Arizona, that, that was like nearly 25 years ago. And, you know, it feels like um, there was a time of dryness or, you know, when I um, kind of uh, lessened myself or lowered myself um, 
allowed myself to uh, be lessened. Uh, but uh, I think God is really calling all of us uh, in the midst of, you know, this pandemic and everything, you know, showing us that, you know, we are more than conquerors. We can overcome, you know, we are overcomers, you know, and that, you know, there's greatness that resides in each of us. And, you know, it's up to us to be obedient and pursue the things that he has put in us to do. Um, and I'm just excited for, you know, what 2001 is going to bring because I just see, you know, books being written and, you know, um, just greatness coming from it and, you know, people pursuing new careers and new um, destinations that God has for them to go. And so, um, but, you know, it really starts with uh, us, you know, being obedient and, and blocking and stopping those distractions because um, those distractions can really lead us down a path that um, can cause us to, <laughs> you know, dwell in the wilderness for 40 years. And, you know, like I said, it's been 25 years since I had that fearlessness. And so um, God is, you know, um, stirring that back up in my life. And so I'm excited. You know, I was thinking about what you were saying. Because I, I fit in that category, too, like Dondria was talking about and what you were saying as far as being able to do for other people, you know, move mountains for other people, you know, see visions. You can see everything for them. But then when God is speaking to you about something, all of a sudden you, you, you get distracted, you're busy, whatever. And it just it just goes back to like you were talking about those 12 those 10 spies, you know, it's like, yeah, that sounds good, but do I believe it for myself? <laughs> you know, it's like, God could speak it to you, but do you believe it for yourself? Right. And the distractions, that's what they serve as. Okay, yeah, I know you're saying that, but I don't see that. So you allow these things to, you know, you allow these voices, these thoughts, these questions to fester in your mind. And before you know it, you, you have all this you know, you start off with this big bang and then all of a sudden you just fizzle out. <laughs> you, yeah. just, you know, you don't, you wasn't you wasn't receiving it for yourself and then, you know, in that respect it does become like rebellion. I mean, you know, you don't look at it, you know, you may not look at it as rebellion, but if you're fearful about a situation, you know, it's, it's, it means there's a lack of faith. And, you know, lack of faith it means a lot, it means that you are in a place of a disbelief, right? So, therefore, you know, it does become witchcraft, even even though you may not acknowledge or see it as that. But it's, you become rebellious because you don't just don't believe that it can happen for you. you know? Right. You know. Yeah, that's why I love the story of um, you know the the children of Israel and Moses, and you know just seeing all that they. Uh, went through seeing all that God did for them, you know, delivered them out of the hands of, uh, of uh, Pharaoh and his army and, you know, brought them into the wilderness and what would have been an 11 day tour end up being 40 years in the wilderness wandering because, 
of their disobedience because of their lack of focus on, you know, believing what Moses, you know, told them that God was, you know, believe even what they saw, you know, seeing manna come down, you know, uh, God being that pillar by day and, you know, uh, by night and, you know, just being there with them, that ever presence of God. And he's been there for us. And on this call, many of us, you know, have testified things that God has brought us through, but yet, you know, we still um, lack that, that faith and that belief that he can do it for us or that, you know, he can, you know, really be there for us as we pursue this next journey of our lives or, you know, wherever he's taking us next, you know, we still have doubt. We still question. We still fear. We still allow people to uh, speak to us and we self-sabotage. You know, I'm definitely guilty of having done that. And so we, you know, it it definitely is a a form of disobedience um, because of our lack of, of faith in God. You know, we're like the Israelites, like, just take us back to where we came from. Like, don't, you know, why did you bring us out here to die? You know, we start focusing on the wrong things and not focus on the power of God and all that he's done for us. You know, he said, be anxious for nothing, you know, that he's given us everything. Don't worry what you'll eat or drink. Like, you know, don't worry about finance. Don't worry about your wealth. Don't worry about anything. You know, he's got it. And we see time and time again. Yes. I was trying to, this is Didi, I've been trying to just, I thought, I think I have a new phone, so I think I was talking when I was on mute and <clears throat> a couple of times. I just wanted to chime in um, before this little baby over here wakes up and I won't be able to do anything. Um, that depression thing that I heard you said, and I think Juju, somebody else was talking about it, and life ca- causes that. Things happen, we go through our ups and our downs, our highs, our lows, our dry places. You know, sometimes we're on fire and we're doing everything, and but then life, if we're honest, it, nobody can really stay up all the time, I think, and we really, like you said, self-sabotage when we start um, the woe is me, and then we start self-doubting what God called us to do, but what helps me, and I, I really get into the Word when I start doing that, because it happens, I look at how precious this thing called life is, and even in Proverbs, it talks about um, both not thyself of tomorrow, now is the day of salvation, because tomorrow is not promised us, and there are things that we don't do because we're putting off for lack of belief in, in ourselves or wait, <clears throat> excuse me, worrying about failing and looking um, crazy in front of other people or whatever it is. And that's pride. So it all does tie in to war, um, witchcraft, it, even if you don't believe it, because some people don't believe that procrastination. And I remember when Valerie the Encourager talked about a pimp called procrastination, that's a form of it. It's a choice. We make choices to do everything, right? We we make choices to, to do things that's not good for us. So why not really tap into what God has for us and really take this thing serious? Because I'm telling you, we don't have tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised. And so why yeah. would we want to die in things that God gave us to do because of fear of whatever and disbelief or just, you know, being lazy is a form of it or just because we've had life hurts, so much life hurts. So we're afraid of stepping out again. And that's in a lot of things. That's in going back to school. That's in writing books. That's in whatever it is. But, excuse me, we cannot continue to put off stuff. We really can't because that's a, that really is slapping to me. It's like, okay, God, you gave us, and this is, this is, I'm just making it real personal. 
because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, I'm tired of getting up every morning. And I'm just, but I, I say, Lord, I thank you because you gave me breath today. I'm not complaining because I know too, too many people that died just yesterday and other yeah. people getting diagnosed with stuff. So when I open my eyes in the morning, I'm like, Lord, I got a new day. I can hear, I can walk, I can talk, I can get up, I can move my limbs. I don't wait for the doctor to tell me I need you to do this and you need to cut. No, I'm going to do it now because I don't want to wait. And then I'm going to be real honest. Yvonne, I love Yvonne so much because Yvonne is making her sound heard. And people still ain't open up their mouths. And she's saying, thank she, she's praising God. So yes. we can't, why are we, why are we being, pe- let's stop being punks. I'm just going to put, put it like that. I'm talking to me too. <laughs> and really get this thing together because we don't know what, this could be our last time on this call. People are really leaving that fast. That's all. I love you, Pamela. And I'm so, I love you and your son. Really? Because, again, you guys um, feed off each other. And he's a powerful young man. These millennials, we better quit sleeping on them. Because one thing I have watched, even with my own kids, where we trying to, oh, we going to pray, pray, pray. No, they're going to therapy. They're talking about it. They're getting some help. They're not saying stuff. So I'm just grateful to see a new move. I hope that made sense what I said. I love you. Amen. Yes, it did make sense. Um, because so often, you know, depression will lead us down this um of, you know, just, you know, why me and, you know, uh, focusing on ourselves and not God. Um, you know, I know I have dealt with that uh, throughout this whole year, um, you know, with, with health issues and, you know, just things like that that I've gone through over the last couple of years that have caused me to, you know, lose focus and, you know, get depressed and focused on, you know, the health and you know, uh, different things that are uh, affecting my body rather than focusing on God. Um, but like I was saying, you know, it's all a form of disobedience because, you know, we know who God is. We know what God is capable of. And to allow the enemy to distract us and allow the enemy to um, cause us to think that we are less than or not capable or um, in a, in have inabilities, you know, it's it's a lie straight from the pit of hell. And so we need to really, you know, wake up and uh, stand strong in who God has called us to be. Thank you so much, Didi, for, for sharing. Anyone else? Um, it's getting late, so... I just wanted to say hello. It's Deidre. Great declaration. Hey, Deidre. Thank you. God bless. It's so good to hear your sound. All right. If there's no one else, um, I'm going to go ahead and close this out in prayer. And um, remember, today is Monday, and we have Marriage Matters. I believe it's at six. If Eric or someone's on the line who can chime in the exact time, I always forget. <laughs> you count it to my, it's six, it not my heart. It's at six thirty. Six thirty. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, Father God, we just come to you this morning, God, seeking your will for each of our lives, God. We pray, Lord, that we not allow distractions or things to uh, 
overcome us or get in our minds or our heads, God, but that we trust in you, God, with all of our heart, our mind, and our soul, God, that we lean not into our own understandings, but acknowledge you in every way, God, because you will direct our path, God. We pray, Lord, that we not uh, focus on uh, what the, who the enemy says that we are, but who you say that we are, God, because we are great. We are mighty. We are uh, more than conquerors. Uh, we can accomplish and do all things through you, God. Your word says that uh, because you are with the Father, Jesus, that uh, we have greater works within us, God, to do and to accomplish, God. So I pray, Lord, that for each of us on the call, God, that we begin to walk in who God is, say that we are, God, and that we allow uh, the enemy to uh, be silenced in our lives, God, and that we begin to dwell and to move and to be obedient to what you are calling each of us to do, God. God, that you have greatness within each of us, God, and I pray, Lord, that we will begin to walk in it and to uh, achieve everything that you have for us, God, every blessing, every um, every door that is to be open, God, everything that you desire that we walk in, God, that we begin to walk in it with boldness and greatness, God, because you are great, you are awesome, you are mighty, God, you are powerful, God, you are our strength, God, you are our creator, God. You are our all in all, God, and I pray, Lord, that we begin to trust and move and uh, operate in who you are in our lives. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I love you all to life. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Bye. Love you, too. Love you, too, girlfriend. You, too, have a good day. Happy Monday, family. Happy Monday. God bless you. Happy Monday. Stay motivated. Yes.
true. Praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Declare. 